Hi, Rise Tribe. Thank you so much for joining me. For those of you who are new, welcome to the Rise Station podcast. I'm your host, Pernella Harris. And for those of you who have been riding and vibing with me, welcome back. Today's episode, we are getting into how to heal the hurt. We are talking about emotional pain, things that have caused us emotional wounds that we've carried around. Today, I'm going to give you some practical tips on just how to rid yourself of emotional pain and go after the peace that you deserve in life. But before we do so, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. Okay, so let's get into it. You know, life is riddled with a mixed bag of pleasurable times and then there are some painful moments and those painful moments tend to be the things that we ruminate about that sticks around that we remember more so we remember the pain our brains are hardwired to avoid pain at all costs so anything that has caused us any emotional pain we keep that in our memory bank so that we make sure that that never happens to us again but sometimes it really starts to disrupt our peace and that's what we're going to be talking about today emotional hurt is painful and so is getting stung by a bee i don't know if you've ever gotten stung by a bee but it really hurts and it's painful getting stung by a bee is not fun Okay, but what can we learn from that? Well, the protocol, if you're ever stung by a bee, is one, stay calm. Number two is to remove the stinger, the thing that is causing you the injury, the pain. Then you want to clean that wound with soapy water to get all anything, bacteria or any dirt or residue. Uh, Then you want to apply ice to the swelling so that the inflammation can go down and you want to manage your pain by taking any over-the-counter medicines. All right, so caring for a physical injury can teach us a lot about emotional injuries as well. So our emotions are information tools. They're tools to help us experience our external world, right? So when you are feeling pain, don't stuff it. Don't ignore it. I want you to lean into it because that pain, that emotional hurt is giving you some information about what's going on internally, mentally, psychologically within you. And so in order to heal that, we have to look at it. We have to inspect it. All right. So I want you to lean into it rather than avoiding it so that you can start to deal with it. And emotional pain can look different in everyone. Some people 
who experience some uh, emotional pain, may feel sadness, may have unexpressed anger. Maybe, you know, people on the outside can't see that you're hurting, but there's a lot of anger on the inside. Maybe you've turned that anger inward and now you're talking negatively to yourself, putting you down. Well, how could you be so stupid? Why would you do such a thing? Look, you're treated this way because of the type of person you are. So we turn that anger inward and we don't show that outwardly. So many people may not understand it. Also, there's anxiety. Sometimes emotional pain can be in the form of anxiety. You know, someone has abused you, whether it's emotional, physical, or sexual. There's anxiety that comes along with that. That's your body telling you there's something dangerous out there, there that there's, there's fear and worry that you might be harmed or that the world isn't safe or that there's pending doom around the corner. So all of our emotions tells us things about uh, how we're dealing with the outside world. There's also shame and guilt that people may experience when they're feeling emotional pain. Some people might be more aggressive, um, violent. Um, some people might go toward alcohol and substance abuse. People who are, really find themselves in a dark place, they can't see their se- themselves out. They may contemplate ending their life or or harming themselves in some way or some type of compulsive behaviors such as shopping, gambling, sex addiction, eating disorders, risky behaviors. There's so many ways that we internalize emotional pain. And this can be triggered by grief and loss. This can be triggered by infidelity and abuse. There's so many ways that people experience the world And their interpretation of that can lead to emotional trauma, emotional pain. So I want to give you some practical tips that can be transferable. Listen, I'm a therapist and I believe that when you seek therapy, that is when you get your best results. So if you have experienced any of these things that I've discussed it is always best. You get the best results when you're working with a therapist who is non-judgmental and who can help you with accountability, but also give you some very practical tips that you can use so you don't have to go through this journey alone. Okay, so I'm going to get into my tips. So the tips, I have four tips for you. And Um, I'm going to relate them back to how you get over a bee sting, okay? So these are tips to heal from emotional wounds, okay? So just like a bee sting, right, or any physical injury, we need to first, number one thing we need to do is we need to look at the wound. We can't fix something we don't understand. So we have to go head first, even though it might be scary to drudge up some of those painful memories, some of that, the hurtful moments, we have to go back and we have to look at them and we have to do so with an investigative eye, right? This means gaining an understanding of what the hurt is and how that impacted you. So I'll give an example. If you were in a relationship and your partner who you loved so dearly gave all your heart to cheated on you, that causes an emotional injury. Now, in order to to start the healing process, you first have to understand what 
that hurt is. You have to look at that hurt. It isn't just the act of being with someone else. It is everything else that comes along with it. So why was this so hurtful? Maybe it was the betrayal. You know, someone that you trusted betrayed you. Maybe it was the lack of trust. And then you want to go a little further with how that impacted you. Well, now, you know, you took a hit to your self-esteem. Now you're questioning everything about you. You're obsessed about the infidelity. Maybe you're ruminating about your partner being with someone else. Uh, Maybe you have anger and resentment that is now impacting your relationship. And even if you left that relationship, it might impact future relationships or your current relationships that you're in because this wound had not been addressed. So we have to first, before we can start the healing process, we need to look at the wound. We need to know how bad that bee sting is. How deep did it go? Did it cause any blood? Is it infected? What's going on? We need to look at our wound and then determine how it has impacted us. What was it that hurt and how it impacted us? All right. Number two is we want to take action. Once we understand what the wound is, where a hurt lies, we have the obligation and the responsibility to take action. Once you understand what that wound is, it is your responsibility to begin cleaning out that wound, begin taking action on how you get to the first healing process. Well, you can start by practicing forgiveness. And that's more for you so that you can move on. It's not for the other person. Forgiveness is a solo act. It isn't the same as reconciliation where you want to make amends and you stay in that relationship with that person. But it is solely for you to move on so that you're not emotionally stuck. So you want to take action. You want to start by practicing forgiveness and self-compassion for yourself, not blaming yourself for the hurt or that you feel hurt or talking negatively to yourself. How could you be so stupid to allow this to happen? You know better, but really showing yourself compassion and then doing what's necessary to get the help that you need. So depending on the wound, if it's a bee sting, you remove the stinger, clean it with water. If it is a gash, you want to prepare to clean the wound and, and get stitches. Or if it's a bone break, you want to, you know, go to a doctor to get a cast. But understanding the wound is going to tell you what steps you need to take action to fixing that wound. So number two is We have to act. We cannot heal without action. It's not a passive event. It's not a passive task. Healing is an active task. We have to take ownership in our own healing process. And that could be going to therapy. That could be going to church, doing some mindfulness uh, strategies, self-care books, whatever you think might be helping you manage this crisis. All right, so that's number one and two on tips to heal. Number three is transform, okay? So like the bee sting, we have to remove the stinger, clean the wound, and then apply ice. Now that ice is the cooling phase, and that's that transformative phase. That is when you get to process what has happened, 
and use that pain to transform to your next evolution. So if this is a physical wound, think of it as the scabbing process, right? That scabbing process creates a very ugly exterior and what's happening under that scab is some healing. It is giving cover so that you can heal on the inside outward and then it eventually falls off, right? So the same thing happens during this transformative stage, right? We're going to use that hardship to improve because every adversity is an opportunity. It may not feel like it when you're in the midst of it, but every adversity is an opportunity to learn something, to grow in an area, to get better at, to understand more about who you are. And so even though it may be painful, what is that pain for? That pain is for a reason. That pain is so that you can evolve into the next phase or the next cycle, much stronger, much more experienced. So figuring out how do you transform those negative things into something positive, into something that can be useful to your continued growth and development. All right, so my last tip is grow. We have to understand that all things, both good and bad things, occur to develop us toward the next phase. And so this is where the peace lives. So rather than being upset at those individuals who harmed you or that situation that set you back, you start to look at those things as, you know what, if that had never happened, I would never be on this journey to growing. If the foundation beneath me had never crumbled, I wouldn't know what it's like to build myself back up. I wouldn't have the mental toughness that I have today. I wouldn't have the mindset that I have today. I wouldn't be able to pour into other people like I am doing today if I never went through anything. So understanding that growth. So that transform and grow are the last phases of that healing process. And when you do those things, you will start to uncover peace because you start to look at life differently. You start to look at good and bad things as things that are going to help you grow. And you no longer get emotionally stuck by those things. Now, will bad things happen? Will you be taken off course every so often. Yes, that is unavoidable. But when you go through these process, when you go through life and you have a better attitude about it, the hardships don't take you down as hard as they used to because you now are building confidence in your ability to get through anything. So I'm going to leave you with this thought. Everything that happens to us can be used for our growth. It can be transformed. Every hardship can be transformed into something useful. So don't be afraid to live. Don't be afraid to experience the world. It's going to come with both good and bad, but we can heal from those bad times and really enjoy those good times. So I'm going to leave you with that. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. 
If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.